Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey, I'd like to thank one of our sponsors for today's show, Dusty Diamond Leather. Crystal over at Dusty Diamond Leather makes amazing handmade, one-of-a-kind custom leather and beaded goods. Her products are basically works of art, and I know this firsthand because I just received two beautiful belts from her. I can literally say that they're the nicest belts I've, I've ever owned. You can learn more about Crystal's story and her business if you go back and listen to episode 26 of the Modern Cowboy podcast. And then, hey, head over to Dusty Diamond Leather on Instagram or Facebook and let her know that you heard about her on the Modern Cowboy podcast. Comment on one of her posts, screenshot it, and then DM it to us at the Modern Cowboy podcast on either Facebook or Instagram. Send an address that you would like us to mail one of our new Modern Cowboy stickers to, and we will ship you a sticker. So again, hey, check out Dusty Diamond Leather Instagram and Facebook, you won't be disappointed. And again, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for your support. I, I appreciate it more than you know. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast today. I'm really excited to have the guest on that we have today, Sarah Brown. Um, all I can say is for all us cowboys out there, just leave your egos uh, at the door, boys, because this girl's this girl brings it. She does all the things that I wish I could do or in many things I've never done and never will do. Like I've said before, this podcast is all about, you know, cowboy stuff. And, and this girl has definitely got all the cowboy grit. I think that the first uh, thing I saw with Sarah was a picture of her riding a bronc. And I mean, getting after one, this thing is like getting it in the rain, in the mud. And she has a cast on her free arm. Uh, with a baggie over it. So that just kind of gives you an idea what kind of cowgirl she is. So we're just going to roll right into it. Sarah, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Hi. So now, you know, I, I, in this day and age, you know, and, and I'm an older guy anyway, and I'm a fan of like the UFC. So it was bad enough. I, had, I was watching all these girls. I go, well, these girls can basically, you know, kick my butt. And then I see, uh, you know, you and I'm just going, man, this girl is absolutely an amazing cowgirl. And I, I, I can't do that stuff. So uh, it's, it's very intimidating in a way, but it's, it's really so cool to, to see it. Give us a history on, you know, how you got started in, in uh, the cowboy and Western lifestyle and, and, you know, how you got to where you are today. Thank you. Okay. Um, well, I didn't really grow up actually around all of this my parents had team pinned and did a little cutting and stuff when I was really young but they had set it down when I was pretty young so we had a few horses at the house that I'd ride maybe once or twice a year but I didn't really get into it until about middle school um I used to do competitive cheerleading and I got an injury I got a compression fracture in my spine and so I couldn't cheer anymore and didn't have much to do. So one day I just started, you know, riding the horses around the house. And um, I'm a very competitive person by nature. So 
immediately I was like, okay, I just don't want to just ride horses. I want to go like compete in something. Um, <clears throat> well, I've always been hanging out around the boys and my brother and playing in the dirt and everything. So I tried barrel racing and it just really wasn't for me. Um, I ended up making some friends with the guys on the rodeo team and ended up team roping for all of high school. So um, that kind of got me started. Um, getting more competitive and competing in the rodeo and everything. And um, I also learned to start colts from my mom's boyfriend. So I've been doing that ever since I was about 13. I actually started on um, horses that weren't colts. They were actually <laughs> about four or older and they've never been handled. So I started off pretty rough. So <laughs> the first colt I ever started on my own actually bucked me off a few times she bucked me off like five times the first time I tried to ride her but it was a ton of fun <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's what kind of started to fuel it um but I got a lot better at cult starting and I can start pretty much anything without any problems now that never really went away <laughs> so yeah. I yeah I don't know if you know that I was a chiropractor for many years and, you know, I know what a compression fracture is. So let me just get this straight. You're cheerleading, which I know there is a ton of injuries in cheerleading. It's a, a very, very dangerous sport, but you get injured in cheerleading. You're not going to cheer anymore. So you switch to bronc riding. So go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but I just, yeah. I just thought that was uh, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I was in a back brace for about a year and I just was kind of pleasure riding horses around until I got better. But I've always been into high competitive sports and, you know, in cheer, you're, I was a flyer for a little while. So, you know, I was used to being thrown in the air and all that kind of crazy stuff and mm -hmm. um, really using my body to do some crazy stuff. So um, I've always been interested in adrenaline and all that. So I think that fueled it too. <laughs> but my back, I still have issues sometimes, but it's good enough to ride Bronx with. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so thankfully it played out that way. I'm glad I started doing the ranch aspect of things. Cheer wouldn't have lasted me that long. But uh, I'm glad it led me to that path. I think it helps me a lot um, in my Bronx riding, just being aware of my body and the strength and everything from it. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because it's, there's a lot of, you know, kinesthetics involved in that and balance and all those things translate, except of course you're on the back of a, you know, 1100 pound animal. Um, <laughs> right. Wild. Uh, so, so now I know you from social media and see all the great images you have posted. Were you always, or were you ever just drawn to the, the cowboy lifestyle or, or, you know, dressing like a cowboy cowgirl? I use that word interchangeably just um, so, you know, I mean, I'm saying cowboy, cowboy, cowgirl, it, they go together, I think. But anyway, did you, did you have that image of, you know, wanting to be for lack of better words, just as ranchy and punchy as you look, you know, with your, <laughs> your image, or is that something that's just developed as you started riding Bronx? Um, right. Well, when I started team roping, I just kind of dived in head first. I never thought I'd be where I am now doing this. Um, mm -hmm. Right when I started, it just took off with it, I guess. Um, for Bronx riding, I had just, I'd seen a ranch rodeo kind of inner thing. And so I just, I was like, well, 
I wrote a few crazy Colts and I've done well on them. So maybe I'll just enter up and see how I do and maybe make some money at it. <laughs> so I actually just kind of entered up and I um, made it about four seconds on my first horse. And it was because I was pulling on my rein and not lifting on it. But right when I hit the ground, I rolled and I jumped up and I was like, I want on another one right now. <laughs> so I went and entered in Poteet, um, another rodeo, and I ended up covering and making a good little piece of money. And I just got addicted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Now, the history of, of bronc riding, I mean, I know I've seen some, you know, old pictures of women, girls that, you know, bronc riding back in the day. I, I don't know the whole history of it. I, I know I heard something this past year about, you know, Cheyenne, where they allowed women to ride Bronx or compete during that rodeo. The, I, I guess there was a ban on it for a while or something. Are you familiar with the history on that at all? Or A little bit. Um, there was a bronc rider back a long, long time ago, and she buffed off and ended up um, passing away from it. So a lot of people banned it from a lot of rodeos. And so it really faded out. Um, and we got on, a few of us girls started riding in the TBRA and doing some stuff under Ride TV and it has really like shot off. And so Cheyenne invited us to come ride. Um, so there was a group of, I think it was 10 girls that went and um, we all competed the first day to go ride in Cheyenne the second day. Um, and so the, we're the first women to ride in Cheyenne in 90 years. Oh, my gosh. So that was a deal. Yeah, it was really big. So two of the girls rode in the big performance for Cheyenne and um, got a lot of coverage. So it's been awesome. All the media coverage we've been getting has really – I've had a lot of girls message me wanting to start, and I think it's really going to start growing. Yeah, I, I, I think it's amazing. Now, you mentioned the TBRA. Is that the Texas Bronc Riding Association? Is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I think it's, it's awesome too. You know, one of the reasons I started this podcast, as I've said many times, is to just promote and grow the cowboy Western lifestyle and culture and, and promote the sport of, you know, rodeo, um, all aspects of it, you know, ranch rodeo, uh, PRCA, any kind of competitive horse. So, you know, then you just bring it to, uh, you know, the world and, and have, let them have a better understanding of it. And I think that this is just a huge huge step in the right direction with with what you gals are doing very cool now in terms of uh i know there's some different divisions in in rodeo i, I know there's a, a women's professional rodeo association do you compete in that um i've entered a couple rodeos just um without my card mm -hmm. i've been following the tbra tour so i've been really focused on that um mm -hmm. but i plan to in the future probably after my ride tv is over with to start entering in those. I really want to branch out more into saddle bronc rather than ranch bronc. I love both. Right. But um, I think, I think saddle bronc would be really neat. So I want to get better at that and I want to be able to enter and be doing really well. So when the time comes, I plan to do that. Now, do you, do you, do you see that, you know, riding bronc, saddle bronc, that you could compete with the men? Yes. Um, I've tried a few saddle bronc. I've gotten on a few horses and um, been working on the machine and stuff, but I haven't really been able to focus as much on it because I've had so many ranch bronc rodeos. Um, it's very physically demanding, more than saddle or more than ranch bronc. Um, it's I really am going to have to push myself in the gym and everything to be able to compete with the guys. Mm -hmm. 
I've gotten on a few horses, but it feels so great. The feel of it's so different. And um, I think once I get it down, it'll be really fun. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> absolutely amazing. So now you mentioned the Ride TV. Uh, forgive me, I'm, I'm not familiar with what, what, what are you doing on Ride TV? Okay, so um, Ride TV follows a few of us girls that are doing the Ranch Bronc Tour through the TBRA. They um, did two seasons of the TBRA for the past two years, um, and they are coming out with a season three, and that is not going to be through the TBRA. We're going to be hitting some higher caliber rodeos. Um, so they've just, it's been a documentary about a few of us girls that are doing it. Um, it's following us to a lot of the rodeos and showing some of the town's history that we are traveling to and all that. So it's been really cool. They do a really good job at just showing our everyday life. They follow us to our, where we work and live sometimes. And it's a really cool documentary. Well, yeah, again, here I am late to the party. Um, I, <laughs> I, I hadn't heard about it, but I'm very excited to check it out and follow it. And it's exciting that they're going to be having a third season as well. That that means that the people are watching it and people like it. So that's uh, very, very cool. Now, uh, where, did, where did you grow up at? I grew up in like Fort Worth and Weatherford. Um, oh, I've been there my whole life in Texas. So um, most of the rodeos are pretty close to us, which helps. But uh, I've been around, you know, the stockyards my whole life. And I've always been interested in that kind of stuff. I think it's awesome. But I just moved to Wyoming, kind of Colorado, Wyoming area to work on a ranch up here. So I'm still getting used to the cold. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite so good with it yet. <laughs> what, what part of Wyoming are you in? Um, it's, um, let me see, west of Laramie, about two hours. Okay. And are you, are you, did you move there to stay there permanently or was it just for experience to be on this ranch or? Um, I love traveling and I love new things and I love ranching and all that kind of stuff. So me and my boyfriend, we figured we'd travel maybe around the country a little bit and cowboy while we can, you know, we're young and um, have the time and no kids or anything to tie us down. So we just figured we'd travel and ranch we're going to be out here for a while i think it's a really good ranch pretty big outfit so we're loving it here yeah you're 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 making me drool you guys are just <laughs> you're, you're living the the dream of what so many people you know just fantasize about and and i think it's i think it's so cool i think that's what's so great about social media too is you can go on there and just see people like you that are i mean you guys are doing this living it and and beyond and you can experience it and be a part of it and exposes more people to it so because you know so many people don't have the opportunity to you know to do what you're doing and it's just it's just a really great thing to be able to bring to people and and let them you know share in it and uh, experience it to a certain to a certain degree they live in the city or wherever and don't have the uh, the place to keep a horse or have a horse or whatever it's amazing so now mm -hmm. you 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 start colts and, and horses and then you you sell them to are you doing that there in wyoming as well or were you just doing that back in texas more i did it for a few years in texas but we're pretty um dry here at the ranch right now we're just kind of feeding cows in the morning and some stuff like that putting out mineral so we're pretty free we're usually done by at least noon during the winter Mm -hmm. So I usually go and work and then I'll come back and I have 
some client horses that I train. Um, a lot of, I start a lot of colts. I do some of my own that I sell too. Mm-hmm. Um, I do some rope horse training, ranch horse training, just kind of all around out here. Um, we've got an indoor arena down the road, so we just take them there if it gets too cold. But um, yeah, that's mostly what I'm doing all day out here. Um, we're pretty free during the winter. During the summer, we're going to have to do a lot more on the ranch. We work in long days, and I'm going to be traveling, rodeoing more. So right. um, I'm going to take a few, but right now I have a lot of client horses in. Very cool. So now, <clears throat> what uh, do, you, do you have any sponsors, people that are sponsoring you that you want to mention or people that help you with uh, you know, the, the bronc riding and stuff? Or Yes, I've got a few sponsors. Um, Star and Leggings is one of my sponsors. Um, they're really awesome. They make really good leggings. Um, they're like really heavy duty, really nice, lasts really well. Um, and he does an amazing job with design and everything. You can go look at his page at Star and Leggings on Instagram. And um, his name's Braden Morrison. And he's just amazing. Really, really nice work. Got a really good, um, really good eye for leather work you can do anything custom anything you want really he's really awesome and then um out here in the cold in wyoming we have i do buck wild custom wild rags they're really awesome um they have really good quality wild rags really long tie really easily keep you really warm <laughs> so i'm really enjoying them um and then Flying in Bronc Reigns also supplies all my Bronc Reigns, which are amazing. Really, really good quality Bronc Reigns. Um, you can get your custom colors that you want. I always get my turquoise and brown. <laughs> <laughs> so they make for some really awesome pictures and really good quality stuff. I really enjoy them. For years, FSR Cattle Company has been known for their premium roping cattle, used and endorsed by multiple world champions and NFR qualifiers. But did you know that FSR is also the home of quality rope horses for all levels, from professional team roping to the novice level? A trip to Weatherford, Texas and to the FSR headquarters will give you a variety of horses to choose from. FSR Cattle Company will arrange transport for your new horse back home and a free ride back to the airport for you. For your convenience, we accept credit cards for all horses found at FSR. We strongly believe in matching team ropers with horses they can work and win with. So when you back in the box on a horse you found at FSR Cattle Company, you know you're mounted to win. Visit us online at fsrcattlecompany.com or in the office at 817-598-1222 and let us help find your next winner. Again, that's fsrcattlecompany.com. Now, how about how about saddles? Do you prefer a certain maker or... Um, it really just what you can get your hands on in ranch bronc. Um, it's, it really depends on your style. Mm -hmm. I use actually, I'm not sponsored by anyone, but I really like just any type of ranch cutter or, Mm -hmm. um, I use a Corianne. It's a Will James tree with a rig feet Mm -hmm. and it's got pretty good swells on it and it works really well. You can really get your feet up and forward and get back in your seat. That's what I like to use it's uh a little cheaper because they get beat up pretty good in ranch bronc so right. it's a little cheaper 
if anything does happen, you can replace it pretty easily, but they feel really good. I start all my Colts in it and ride my Bronx in it. And that's, that's a, the Coriani brand, right? The that's yeah. a maker. Yeah. And then, and then how about like a Bronx saddle? Do you, do you own a Bronx saddle yet or? Uh, yes, I do. I have one. Um, Chad Eubank is letting me borrow his that he made actually. It's a really nice saddle. Has a really good feel to it. He's letting me borrow it until his son's old enough. So that'll be a few years. So I'm just starting to get back into it. My hand's been broken. So I've only been able to use one hand. So it's actually kind of nice to to make myself get in my saddle bronc saddle and use it a little more. (laughs) Yeah. Now, how'd, how'd you break your hand? Oh, I got on the bronc out in Dripping Springs. And, um, I got a little too far back during my ride and he launched me forward over his neck and I did a scorpion and um, <laughs> tried to roll out of the way and he came up and jumped down and landed on my hand. Oh. <laughs> it didn't hurt though. I thought it would and it didn't hurt. So it wasn't bad. I was in a cast <laughs> for a little while. Oh. And now, so what did it break the hand itself? Like your. Which, which bones did it break in your hand or in your, in your actual arm? Uh, it broke my hand. I thought it was crushed. We, I went over to the EMT, just walked over there and held my hand out and they were touching my fingers and I couldn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. And they were like, Oh, that might be permanent damage. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> and I went to the ER and the doctor was like, Oh yeah, that's gotta be smashed. Totally smashed. And we took some x-rays and the only thing that was broken was part of my finger down my middle finger in my hand <laughs> no kidding. he was really surprised but it took a while to heal I was trying to ride my colts and everything with one hand and it I think it actually benefited me because it made me get stronger in my rain arm because I broke my right hand and I used my rein in my left hand so it's actually I think helped me with my balance and my strength and I actually think it might benefit me <laughs> well like they say everything happens for a reason I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. How, how about uh, you know fashion? I mean, I, I you know cowboy and cowgirl fashion—it's it, a big thing. Uh, even though a lot of times you know people may not want to admit it, but we all put things on specifically for either functionality or look or whatever. And everybody wants to feel good in, in what they're wearing and, and how they look. Uh, do you have like a favorite hat brand or um, hat that you like? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I use American Hat Company. Mm-hmm. They're awesome. They fit great. They look great. Um, I couldn't say enough great things about them. Um, they are just awesome. I wear them every day, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and of course, Buckwild, Custom Wild Rags, same deal. Um, and I don't dress up too much because I'm no one really ever sees me <laughs> besides <laughs> the cows and horses. So I, uh, I wear cinch jeans. They're comfy. They're long enough for me because I'm skinny build with really long legs, which is hard to find. Um, and they ride great on the horses and everything. And um, for shirts, I usually wear t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Coyote Cowgirl has a lot of really cute graphic tees and stuff. So those are good for everyday wear. But I also wear them when I go out. They're really cute to layer under like a... Um, a uh, blazer or anything you can dress them up or dress them down i just love them yeah now you mentioned coyote cowgirl you, you do uh some photo shoots or modeling uh 
for them as well? I am a brand rep for them. Um, so I just kind of do my own shoots and stuff at the house if I can get around to it. But they, uh, they, like I said, bunch of really, really cute graphic tees and everything. I love their company. I love what they stand for. Um, they're a very Christian, God-based company, and the owner is just a really good girl. I love her. She's really cool and everything she stands for. So I um, not only love their shirts and all their clothes and everything, but I love the company. Yeah, um, we actually uh, just had um, uh, Sarah Joe, the owner, on the the podcast here a few episodes back, and it was a great, great episode. And and I didn't even realize it at the time until uh, someone had actually, you know, sent me some information on you. I, I didn't realize that you had, uh, were a brand rep for them until after the fact. But uh, yeah, very, very, very cool company and really great gal, Sarah, Joe. You, you guys share the same name, actually. <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. How about boots? you have any uh, favorite boots you like? or? Um, not really. I... Uh... I have a few different brands. I have some Twisted X's that I love. Um, they're actually a boy's boot. They're the boy's buckaroos. But I've had them, and I wear through boots so fast because I wear them every day. I get them muddy, get them all that. And um, they are just – I've had them for four years. I had I had a pair for four years, and then I just bought a new pair because that's how long they lasted me. And I love them so much. They're comfortable. Like, they're – they almost feel like tennis shoes. I could wear them all day. Um, I can't. They're so great. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, um, I love that brand. And and now, which which ones are the ones you? They're called. They're the Buckaroo ones. Are the ones with the blue? They're not the ones with the blue tops, are they? I think they make a blue top and a green top. Oh, but they they're. I, I'm not sure if they make them out of the boys' sizes, but I wear the boys like the biggest size you can order in them. I'm like a women's eight and a half. Right but they're pretty cheap and I can't, I've never had a pair of boots last me so long and be so comfortable. Like right. I'll probably buy it for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we need to, we need to get uh, twisted X to step up and sponsor you now, huh? <laughs> hey, so um, do, now do you wear the same boots, you know, riding Bronx that you, uh, you know, uh, start Colts in or ranch in, or do you have a special set for, for that? Um, I need to get a new pair because I need something if I'm going to start riding saddle bronc with a um, leather sole and a higher heel. Mm -hmm. um, I got some Olathe's that I like, but they're a little big on me even. You know, you're supposed to order up a size when you ride bronc. So I'm going to probably get a new pair of those because those are really good feel and they're supposed to last a while and feel really good in the stirrup. Yeah, so you said you're you're supposed to order a size up. Riding Bronx is that is that in case you get hung up and they come off easier? Or? Yeah, so um, yeah, if you get hung up and your boots a little bigger, it's a lot more likely to come out. Um, right. Pretty big, pretty bad deal if you get hung up. So almost everyone that rides Bronx is going to have a boot size one size up from what they normally wear. I did not know that. Um, what, so what, Hey, what does it cost? I mean, if someone wanted to get started, you know, riding Bronx, what does a Bronx ring cost and what does a Bronx saddle cost? Saddle Bronx? Um, a Bronx ring through flying in Bronx rings is about $40. You can get your custom colors and everything. So that's really, really? cheap. Um, yeah. I, 
um, one of the reasons I loved bronc riding and started it is because it was so cheap. Um, you know, if you're going to rope or barrel race, you know, your horses are so expensive and everything involved, the trailers, all that is just so expensive. Right. So uh, it's one of the cheapest things you can do. A Bronx saddle, um, it depends on what quality you want to get. If you want to get a G bar G or a doll or anything like that, they can run pretty expensive. Um, but compared to any other event, it's pretty cheap. They're around $2,000. Um, but you can go on Facebook on our Facebook page and they have some cheaper ones that are, you know, 600 bucks. So if you want to get started in that cheaper one and maybe build it up, but a good saddle, especially in saddle bronc riding is so important. Um, you know, it, you'll make your money back on it if you're in a good saddle. Um, but it's cheap travel to bronc ride. You know, I got a, I got an ugly purple car for a thousand bucks with my rodeo rig. <laughs> so ugly, but a lot cheaper on fuel and easy. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> the startup isn't too much compared to all the other rodeo events. Right. <clears throat> now, do you, do you still team rope at all competitively? I mean, you guys go to jackpots and stuff or are you just mostly ranch rope? Um, I want to start getting more into ranch rodeoing. I love team roping. Um, and I did it for four years in high school, mm-hmm. but, um, I just haven't been doing it very much. This bronc riding has really just taken my life over. And I love it. And I've been making a lot more money at it. I think I'm a little more talented at that than the team roping, <laughs> yeah. but, um, I'm looking to get into some more jackpots and stuff around here because we don't have so much to do. Um, I love it though. It's, it's nice to be able to go and rope you there's more money involved when you do win usually too um it's it's something i hope to do more in the future maybe if i get injured and can't rodeo for bronx or anything well let's let's hope that doesn't happen um <laughs> well i'm sure one day i'll be uh 50 and broken down <laughs> so hey um how about the ropes? Do you, do you like a, a specific brand of rope or and do you use, do you use, you know, ropes when you're starting your colts and stuff? Tell us about that a little bit. Um, for colts, usually if I'm teaching them about a rope and to start with a rope and everything, I use breakaway ropes. Um, so I'll just go around and break away things and get them confident with the sound and the pop and the weight of the rope pulling mm-hmm. and all that. Um, I have a few different brands. I have probably every brand you can think of and every lay because they're all so different. I use them all for a different purpose. But um, for starting my colts and everything, I'll use some breakaway ropes, half ropes, and then uh, some team ropes. And I have some good ranch ropes too. It really depends. I've, you know, headed yield, breakaway, ranch roped. I have have like three rope bags full of all different kinds. Yeah. You know, do you, uh, do you use rope glove when you, when you're like ranch roping and stuff, or do you just bare fist it? Well, if it's cold, I'll use a glove, but I don't have any ranch, uh, rope glove. My hands are pretty tough and I break away for a while. So I got used to not using a glove. Right. It felt kind of funny now. <laughs> Hey, we're, we're kind of getting close to the end of our time, Sarah. Do you, uh, do you, do you have like a favorite, you know, like cowboy movie that, that you love or. I actually don't even own TV. <laughs> I, um, 
I, I just stay so busy and I, I'm so active and I just, I can't sit down very well. If mm-hmm. I get sick, I just go insanely crazy being in the house. <laughs> so I don't actually watch hardly anything. Okay. <laughs> I've actually never even seen myself on TV before. You've got to be <laughs> right. So um, I don't, I don't. Well, you, you at least got to look yourself up on, on, uh, on your phone. You know. I have, I've seen myself, um, I've seen my show on uh, the Ride TV Go app, okay. but that's as far as I've ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny. How about music? Do you, do you, uh, do you uh, have any certain music that you like or? Ooh, it's, I'm a very hard person to pick favorites with, with about anything okay. besides clothes, <laughs> besides clothes. I'm good at that. Right. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm very open. I'm a very open person to about anything. I'll try just about anything. So whether it's music or TV or anything, I'll listen to pretty much any music. Um, I like a lot of Texas country. I like listening to rap music, getting myself pumped up for rodeos. Mm-hmm. There's not anything particular. I definitely jam to just about anything on our, on the road when I'm going to rodeos. And of course your favorite podcast is the modern cowboy. Now. Of course. <laughs> That one's my favorite. You got to uh, pick favorites on that. Very cool. So when, when's, uh, when's your next um, bronc riding, ranch bronc riding or any bronc riding event coming up? Um, Ride TV doesn't start until March. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to keep myself, you know, uninjured and healthy and in shape and ready gotcha. for that. Because gotcha. there's a lot of money involved and a lot of media. And um, it's really what I'm focusing on for 2019. Gotcha. So I'm trying to kind of stay out of it for now and just keep in shape. I have actually a horse at the house that is pretty, pretty crazy. So um, we have an arena here with bucking shoots and uh, he's kind of my practice horse for now. He can buck pretty well. So <laughs> I'm riding him and just practicing. And uh, my boyfriend and another guy that works out here on the ranch are going to help me with being my pickup men. <laughs> uh, very cool. And then what about the, the bronc riding machines? I mean, I know that, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, uh, <clears throat> machines for practicing bull riding and, and all that. Do you, do you use a uh, bronc riding machine as well? Or I did when I was in Texas. Um, Chad Eubank let me borrow his and he helped me out every once in a while with my form and technique because he used to ride saddle bronc. So he uh, was helping me get started, but I used that bronc machine at his house for a very long time. Um, and it probably is what helped me get so good because you can just really focus on your time and your feel and um, you're not just worrying about getting bucked off. You can really just focus on what you're actually doing. You can, you know, turn it up and down the speed. And um, I'm looking for a new one to buy, actually, if anyone has one for sale because those are extremely important i think yeah yeah very cool very cool well sarah i I really appreciate you taking the time and coming on and sharing with us a little look into you know your life as a uh, female bronc rider which i just think is awesome and i look forward to (laughs) checking your show out and just watching you know your career and and uh, seeing where you go Thank you so much. I'm hoping to do it for a long time. I love it. Yeah, well, very cool. So 
if people want to want to follow you, you want to just uh, give a shout out to all the social media places and and things they can follow you at. Sure. Um, Instagram, you can find me at Sarah Bear Brown. Um, I'm on Twitter at Sarah K underscore Brown. And I'm also on Facebook as just Sarah Brown with my name. Very cool. Do you have a, do you have a website at all or no? I don't. Okay. Um, I have, if anyone is interested in sending me any outside horses or colts to start, I have a Facebook page, Sarah K horse sales and training. Okay. Very cool. We take problem horses, horses that, you know, I've had a lot of people send me horses that have bucking problems and stuff like that. So, um, which I definitely handle and can get out of them. Yeah. Now are you, are you um, looking at, and I'm just, I'm just curious, uh, possibly like doing, you know, bronc riding schools in the future, or is that something that you might be considering doing? I went to a, uh, the Thanksgiving rodeo school last November and I absolutely loved it. I got a lot from it. I wanted to go this year, but we had our family in town, so I wasn't able to go but uh, I'm definitely looking into going to some more. The uh, Texas Bronc Riders Association, I think, is putting one together for just ladies only. So they're going to have some jump kickers and stuff like that. And if there's any girls that want to get started, um, I think that'd be a really awesome school to go to. The president, Daryl McElroy, um, he puts on a really good school. He puts on, like, he has really good horses that'll come. And he uh, has a bunch of people that are really good help. So um, if there's any girls that are wanting to get started, I recommend that. Awesome. Well, hey, Sarah, again, thanks uh, for taking the time to come on. I really appreciate it. And um, just uh, look forward to, to watching your career. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Good. And, and you have a, a great holiday and Merry Christmas. And we'll be in touch. Thank you. you too. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler I drive that old back road until it ends At the rope and pin We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick Although we're all the same the minute we ride in to the roping pen Well, I ain't no play your speed But I give her hell, he never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle and philosophize Most of life's problems Yeah, we're gonna solve them Down at the roping pen Yeah, we don't do it for the money 
you were always broke Just ask Clint what he paid a rope Now he's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pain And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins Down at the rope and pain Turn another pair of steers Tell a few more lies Drink another beer And hypothesize Most of life's problems By God we're gonna solve them Down at the Roman pen We'll see y'all again Next weekend Down at the Roman pen Down at the Roman